aka Patterns. Yeah, so we're we're rolling with the 31 Days of Dread, and it doesn't mean I haven't been studying and watching other movies to discuss with all of you. You know, like we're in this midst of partial theatrical releases, partial streaming releases. We saw this with my recently reviewed Halloween Kills. Amazing, by the way. And, you know, like along the way, we get uh, James Bond, we get Many Saints of Newark, we get Venom. We get a lot. And then there was like epic like drops with TV shows, things that get popular out of nowhere like Squid Games. This is the landscape. And I don't design this podcast. I don't think about my content or my, you know, like when I wear my producer hat. I don't chase releases. I don't chase stories. I, I like a big issue I have with my YouTube videos is I don't want to do these like knee-jerk reaction reviews. I really don't because or like hot takes on on topics because mostly hot hot takes are wrong. The hot take for the many saints of Newark is absolutely incorrect and we have a pattern. Okay? And I don't know if this is by design. Let let me Let's just talk about this pattern real quick with the many saints of Newark. It has nothing to do with Sopranos, by the way. Uh, Well, the pattern and the movie. (laughs) Alan Taylor, that's our director. We talk about directors a lot because directors are the ones that finalize the intent of the movie. We're not talking about the intent of the many saints of Newark. We're just talking about Alan Taylor, 2013. He makes a movie called Thor, The Dark World. Sequel, hyped, disappointment. Two years later, 2015. He makes Terminator Genesis, hyped, anticipated, disappointment. Takes a little bit of a break. (laughs) Takes a big break. Look, he comes from the world of TV directing. 2021, Many Saints of Newark, hyped, disappointment. You guys, I mean, he has three children. (laughs) I'm just reading his Wikipedia page. But he also has a trilogy of giant franchise defeats. And I'm the only person on this spinning rock earth that likes all three of those movies I just named. I think Thor The Dark World is next to Iron Man 2 and 3. Uh, who I also back those movies. But I think Thor The Dark World is the most underrated of all the Marvel movies. Now, you know, the, that Paul Rudd bug movie, I think it's the most uh, underappreciated. I don't think that people give that movie enough credit. Uh, we're seeing a little bit of that too with Doctor Strange. Uh, Doctor Strange is not getting enough credit. I dictate credit. So, but we have a capable filmmaker. 1995, he makes Palookaville. 2001, The Emperor's New Clothes. A Napoleon version. Awesome, by the way. Kill the Poor, 2003. Also awesome. 
And roughly for 10 years, he goes into TV directing. So we're, we're not going to talk about some of that. But Sopranos is connected to TV, serialized entertainment. This guy handles big names, big franchises, big pressure. Perfect. It's a perfect fit director. Just just off of the bullshit paper stuff. Like if we were to read the resume off of paper. I guess I guess I technically I uh, just did too. <laughs> so he's also the guy behind the seventh season of Game of Thrones. If anybody wants to uh, put his head on a pike, also a disappointment. But here's the funny thing. I think within his his halls, I think within his contemporaries, within the academy, this dude is deeply respected. He has to be. He has to have a impeccable reputation because I I really believe the inside like know it alls like the, the the true inside people know that Thor is a good movie. They know that Genesis is a good movie. And, and they know this is a good movie. How is this a good movie? It seemed to have disappointed everyone. This is not the Batman Begins. This is not the long origin of Tony Soprano. This is a blip of a psyche of Tony Soprano. And I will say it. This type of psychological build. Psychological storytelling. We saw this in Rob Zombie's Halloween. And everyone's reverse engineering that. I'm sorry. They are. So what do we have? Why is this movie good? Well, here's the thing. The Many Saints... I'm just going to say. The Many Saints of Newark is a better mafia movie. It's a better mob movie that we had. That we have in a long time. If you take away The Irishman from Netflix. The Irishman didn't wasn't that that grand it, it can't be a home run i think that movie's a home run but and i, I that's another movie underappreciated but i feel like the irishman needed to be seismic and it, it, it wasn't this movie equal and it really fell flat people just it came and went no one really cared some people spoke about it it didn't get social media traction didn't get good press no one spoke about it and it went away this is one of the better mafia movies that we've had in our modern day it's one of our better crime movies we've had in our modern day it is part historic it's a historical document movies are supposed to teach us things along the way this is a part of our emotional connection to them this movie does all these things. This movie deals with, um, like I guess we can say, multiculturalism, clashes, ideologies, greed, okay, rage. This uh, this is why, like the American gangster movie, uh, like basically took over. You know, like it took over the the westerns. The Westerns was like, boom, like the adventure, the ideal. And then through the 70s, we've had the gangster movie take its place. So where are we with the freaking money for this movie? Where are we with the with the box office? Look, we all know David Chase, the guy behind the series, co-wrote this movie. Characters created by David Chase. I mean, it, it's it's a David Chase thing. Budget, $50 million. Box office, 10 million. 
So I guess we're not going to get a sequel. This movie was clearly, clearly set up to be amongst a series. And I believe it's HBO's or Warner Brothers, whoever. I think they should make the investment to push it forward. I think this movie can pay off with other movies, other content. But it's tough. I mean, it's it's at a 40 milli loss. Jeez, I didn't even realize that. Uh, Alexandro Navivolo. I can never pronounce that guy's name. He's the younger brother that uh, at one time Entertainment Weekly predicted that this guy was going to be like the next big thing. But he's the young brother from Nicolas Cage's amazing masterpiece, awesome movie, John Woo film, Face Off. He's the young brother in that. He plays Dickie in this movie. His character alone, his performance, is worth watching. It's worth worth dissecting. Ray Liotta looks like a freaking living ghost in this movie. Can can we um we have to like I, this is a little bit of the getting back to the Irishman, a little bit of the lesson uh, we're slowly learning with Irishman. I gotta go to Terminator, Dark Fate. I don't like seeing old. Like people, I don't like like Picard on uh, Paramount. I don't want to see Patrick Stewart, one thousand years old, barely moving, barely acting, just mumbling, saying lines. Ray Liotta comes off like that in this movie. Daryl Hannah came off, not Daryl Hannah. Um, Sarah Connor came off. Let's just call her Sarah Connor from Terminator: Dark Fate. Like it, this isn't. That's not filmmaking. That is pl- that is placating into an audience hoping you get a pop. Ray, Ray Liotta in this movie is there to get a pop. I would have just given the role to Bob Odenkirk, Odenkirk. Okay, Let me just recast some of this. But everything else in this movie moves. It sings. It's interesting. It's, it's in a time. It feels like it's in a time. I often make comments that period movies don't work anymore. Because we're in the postmodern era, it it feels good in this movie. It really does. Stack cast, they have a ton of like emotion. They're they're well directed, and they these people, these characters have a lot to do. This movie deserves to be marched on. It deserves a sequel to understand a little bit more of the payoffs that this movie sets up. I, you know, crowdfund another $50 million. What, what can I say? Everyone, AK pads, all the audacity. We're still marching forward with the 31 Days of Dread. Just wanted to get, drop you guys a quick line about this movie that's been rattling around my head. I watched it about uh, two and a half times, by the way. So that validates a couple things. I love you. And 